Hey, I'm Andy Webb. I'm J-Day. Of the Day Home Team at LPT Realty. And this week's WFRE J-Day Real Estate Podcast is coming on the heels of the Fed announcement about interest rates. And I was curious, Jay, with the announcement that the Fed made, how, if any way, is that going to affect mortgage rates? So the key is, and we'll get into some of the details, for those that don't know what we're talking about, the Fed had their meeting this past week. They decided to hold uh, hold the rates, not do any increases or decreases. Last year, they were hinting around doing some decreases. However, um, it, it's a really interesting dynamic because a lot of people don't understand. Like Inflation is still there. They're saying that inflation is getting better. However, if they lower the rates, what will happen is more people will buy. And when more people buy, that causes the inflation numbers to increase. So they're staying steady. The thing that caught my attention was um, during that meeting, they also mentioned that they probably wouldn't be doing a rate cut in March either. And there's a possibility that they may need to do an increase. Oh, nobody likes to hear that. Yeah. Now, let's talk, though, about the question you asked. Like, what, what really impacts mortgage rates? And I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but again, every time this comes up, it's and we start getting a bunch of people that ask us questions, I think it makes sense to sort of explain it. So uh, the Federal Reserve technically doesn't directly determine anything with mortgage rates. So if they increase the rates, decrease the rates, that's not a one-to-one correlation as it pertains to um, mortgage rates. Now, it does impact things such as your car payment interest rates, your credit card rates, um, all of those types of things. But when it comes to housing um, it doesn't have it that way. It's what happens is, you know, the Federal Reserve, they show what's going on and then how the markets react to everything is what sort of impacts things with what's going on on the mortgage rates. And, you know, it's basically it influences it. It doesn't have a direct correlation, uh, a one to one. Now, you know, one of the things that does happen is the 10 year Treasury yield that does have an impact on things. And, you know, frequently used government bond benchmark is used as well to sort of peg interest rates, and that's based on a 10-year Treasury bond. I mean, the bottom line is, you know, when when the Fed makes these changes, it's not a one-to-one ratio, uh, and that's what it's interesting because people will hear, okay, well, the Fed is holding steady at you know 5.5. That is not the that is not the rate that you're getting. That is again associated with other things, but one of the interesting parts that I I looked at was you know and a lot of people don't know this we're we're at the high point um, as far as the Federal Reserve when I went back and looked from uh, December of 2015 the highest we've ever been it has been and you know since July so in July they held yeah you know, 5.25 the increase from uh, from before then September 2023 they stayed steady November 1st. December and now um, January, but historically we're higher than we've ever been, and the reason for that again is to try to curb spending, because if people have low interest rates on their credit cards, it's much easier to spend money, um, and that's why things you know it's supply and demand, Andy. I mean it's basic, you know if if people have tons of money, they're going to continue to pour it into the economy. Right. And that causes things to become a little more scarce. So then the prices increase. Sure. And 
that's where we are. I mean, we're in as much as not to get into politics, but, you know, we we are in a spot where you can't deny inflation. I mean, all of us, you go to the store, you go to the gas. And yes, things have gotten a little bit better. But if you go back to, you know, even if you go a couple years back, gas was in the twos, you know, for premium. Right. Um, We're not there. Um, When you go to the grocery store and you walk out with um, five bags and it's $300 and it used to be, you know, 125, you're like, what in the world did I buy? (laughs) You know, how much is milk? How much are eggs? We're we're all feeling that pinch. Um, And I think it would be, you know, false for us to say that, oh, no, everything's great. You know, prices are coming down and you know, you see it. So, I mean, right. what's the biggest part that you've seen uh, personally with, you know, is it your utilities, your your groceries? Oh, your... rent has gone up. I will say right. that first and foremost, the rent has, has raised. Also, the groceries is the other factor, just because, like you say, and there are other reasons that those things go up. There is the inflationary part, you know, as far as national debt and interest rates and all that. But also there's the corporate side of it. You know, yeah. different things have happened. I mean, and we've heard about different corporate things. In fact, there's lots of factors is my point. Oh, and yeah. we're not in a point where we can really, you know, feel comfortable. Like you say, yeah. we're still uneasy. Yeah. And I mean, and we talk about fuel and, you know, you look at all the turmoil that's over in the, you know, the Middle East. Right. It's it, the Middle East. It's um, it's a... It's definitely not a calm time, no. is what I would say. No, and when people are shaky, they may not want to make any moves, right? Yeah, and I mean, we're looking to, you know, we're in an election year, and election years are always sort of wonky with what happens to. Right, you're waiting to see how it turns out. Yeah, you know, because there's people on all sides, and I always say, whether you're red or blue or in between, you know, election years are always uh, very interesting times to see what happens. Typically, whoever is in the power makes changes to make things try to look a little better to stay in power. Right. That's just sure. That's just how it is. Um and if so, the other side wins then there could be a huge swing, a huge shift. Yeah. That, so you're waiting to see how far that pendulum swings. Yeah. Um and you know, like I said, it, it, it makes for interesting times. But you know, so the bottom line is, you know, things have been holding steady. Um rates have gotten a little better as far as mortgages. We were we hit at over eight percent. Now we're hovering for government loans, upper fives, uh, low sixes. So that is, you know, in some cases, almost two percentage points lower than where we were, which is really good. And I think that the public is starting to realize where we were during COVID with the two and a half, three, three and a half. That just was not realistic. A lot of people refer to that as like the unicorn years. Um, because you know, you don't see a unicorn and it's exactly, uh, Exactly. and and it makes sense. I mean, we were spoiled. We had a great opportunity. We had great rates. Um, but you know, being in the sixes is not a bad, is not a bad number. Eight is a little bit rough (laughs) to say the (laughs) Um, least, you know, and, and the, the challenge is still, and you, you mentioned it where people sort of get paralyzed of, you know, there's a little bit of uneasiness. So we still have a low inventory of, homes to purchase, and also rentals. So we're not seeing, you know, it's really interesting because the rental prices are going up there just like sales prices are. Right. Blows my mind. Yeah, it's not. And and we're, you know, being close to D.C. in this metro area, it has gotten extremely expensive. It has. Um, We've got friends that live out, you know, or down south or in the middle of the country, and it's, it's sort of, they think their stuff is really expensive, and we're like, oh, no. Like, uh, to be in Linganore, if you want a newer townhouse, you're going to pay five hundred thousand dollars or more for a townhouse, right? 
in you know it's it blows my mind i look at it and i'm like wow it was only you know six seven years ago and we got a detached home for that price it's right sort of crazy sure so well are you ready for the house of the week i would love to hear about it all right 17601 roger drive in germantown just hit the market uh it's on there for 650 the neat thing is on this one i'll give you some details of the house but i wanted to point out if you are looking uh we are having open houses this weekend saturday the third uh, on Saturday, the open house is 12 to 2. On Sunday, February 4th, the open house is 1 to 3. Uh, this home has six bedrooms, three and a half baths. It's 0.806 acres, so over three quarters of an acre. That's not easy to find in Montgomery County. Um, it is a four-level split-level home, so not a split foyer. There's actually four levels. Three of those levels are fully finished. One, uh, which is the lowest level, is all for storage and utility. Um it has been freshly painted. There's some new carpet. Some of the rooms have new LVP flooring. It's close to local parks, um, nature trails, a community pool, the soccerplex, close to restaurants, shopping. The, there's uh, tons of garage space. There's an attached two-car garage and a detached six-car garage. So for the car enthusiast, it's a it's a great spot. Also, could be a great spot for someone who maybe owns a landscaping business and needs a place to store some of their uh, equipment. The home also has a second kitchen in the basement, so it could be a total in-law suite. Um, great, great opportunity. If you go to WFRE.com, look up Tom and Jay's Real Estate Podcast, you'll see photos. If you like what you see, you can click on the button and schedule a, um, a showing right there from the website. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Absolutely. I'm Andy Webb. I'm Jay Day. Of the Day Home Team at LPT Realty with this week's WFRE Jay Day Real Estate Podcast.